Hey, what's going on, guys? Dalton back another again with another podcast. I think this is number five now. Um, I think that, like, I I don't really have, like, a, a subject I really want to talk about, but I feel like there's something on my mind that I just kind of want to take it off my mind, you know? So it's kind of the thing of understanding and relieving stress of in life and things that can... Yes, I bother your mind a little bit, because basically, like this, one, this is all I'm gonna say is that in life in general, it doesn't care about who you are or what you've done or nothing like that. Life is gonna throw you curveballs. Life is not fair, and it's, that's always been a saying for people: is that life's never fair, and it's always keep going, get past that, move forward. But sometimes people always say, I have my life under control. But really, like, ask yourself that. Like, do I really have myself? Do I have my life? Do I have everything really under control? Because, guys, you got to think that. You can think that, but there's a whole world around you that can change that. There's stuff that can change that. There is different things that can change that. And you're not ever going to be comfortable. You can never be comfortable in where you're at in life. You can never be comfortable in what you're doing at the moment. You always have to keep your head swerving. You always have to keep your eyes on the lookout because there's constantly something or somebody that's trying to bring you down, trying to disrupt the way of your life. Um, And I believe some of them are... Not really challenges, but I would say that they're kind of like, they're parts of life that God has given people, that have God, that God has done for everybody. And so, God will put certain people into your life to see what you will do, to see if you will change for the greater, greater bad, to see on what your thinking will be while being with those people, and seeing if you will stick up for yourself and see if that's what he really wants you to get out of the life like out of the life lesson. Everything he gives you in life is always a lesson. And it's always something that like from like the last podcast I always said about being a student. Well this is also going back to that. Be a student of it. Um like there's multiple times where I've hung out with people and I've talked to people for a certain amount of time and my way of judgment, the way of thinking was kind of, kind of changed a little bit. And so my thinking of stuff wasn't, it wasn't precise. It wasn't 100% and it wasn't clear. At the moment, I felt like it was clear because the people around me were kind of like influencing that kind of way of thinking. And so I would say the life lesson in that occasion was being more of be confident in your mind and be strong-headed in what you actually believe in. Don't change your mind to what's around you. Um, there's so many life lessons. It can be of um, jobs. It can be girlfriends, boyfriends. It can be marriages. It can be relationships, best friends, no friends, um, family matters and stuff. We can always learn from what happens around us. And there's stuff probably in... Like, I'm going to ask you this. If there is something traumatic that happened into your family that's a loss of the family um a car crash or something that has either traumatized you bothered you or made you upset or angry 
look at it from a different perspective, look at it from a different point of view of being a, thinking of this, be like, okay, I lost this loved one due to this type of cancer. She meant a lot to me. That person meant a lot to me. That person did everything for me in my life. So what was the lesson that God was trying to teach me at the moment? And the moment is that life is never fair. Life is not granted a long time. And you have to be you have to be there with those loved ones for with the time you have. And the reason why I gave that kind of example is because that's what I had. My grandma, early 60s, she was a lady that helped raise me from the time I was young. I, when it was me and my mom, we, uh, I stayed at her, I stayed at my grandma's house when I was younger. We lived there for a little bit. And my grandma was always there to help me with my car tires. Um, awesome stuff to do, fun things to do. She was always there and she was always supportive of what I did. And she had stage four brain cancer and it was a, it was a rare type of cancer to where not very many people could ever have it. It was like 10% of the world or something really low of a number that's kind of like mind boggling. And I think of it as I lost a loved one, but at the same time, even though she is gone, I know she's always with me and I know that she will always be a part of my life no matter what. And I know she's always looking down on me and my family, making sure that we're doing okay. But I look at it as if God was teaching me a lesson of, once again, life is not, life is not granted forever. Spend time with the loved ones you have as much time as you can. Um, also, too, in the last podcast, I talked about my ACL surgery and being grateful for that I was able to recover from that type of injury. Because there's people across the world that lose limbs and stuff to where they become bitter in life because of they don't have it no more. And that's not on them. That's not on them for being bitter and being upset for what of of them losing a limb or whatever. That's not their fault for being like that. I don't blame them. I would probably do the same. But during that time, I learned a lesson from God. He taught me that I need to be grateful for what I do have of having legs and arms and everything that I do have because people a lot of people don't have that. Um, but just life in general, guys, just be grateful for the loved ones you do have, even if you have if you guys have family members that you're not really close to, that you don't really see on a day to day basis, that you don't see a whole lot, maybe on a holiday, maybe. Like Always do this. Always, like, text him. Just say, hey, how you doing? I haven't heard from you in a while. I haven't seen you in forever. Hope you're doing good. Love you. Or something like that. Because, guys, messages and out of the blue calls, FaceTimes, text messages can go a long way for somebody because you never know what the other person is going through. So, like, what I did, like, what I do now, what I've done based on my whole life is if it's, if there's somebody that I haven't talked to in forever... Basically, it's more, it's more of my friends or more of people that I've played sports with or I've known for such a long time. If I haven't heard from them in a while, I literally text them and say, hey, how you doing? I haven't heard from you. Because you never know. Maybe they're going through a rough time and they feel like they have no one to talk to. Maybe they don't have that person. And 
guys, one I've said this before in a previous one. You always need, you always need that one person to be by your side, to be with you through thick and thin, to help you through any situation of life. Because life is not fair. Once again, it throws you curveballs. You need to be ready for those curveballs. Because in baseball, in general, if a batter is sitting there, he's going he's gonna to be ready for a fastball. But he's going to get ready for a change of an offset pitch of a curveball. And if, say the, say if you're getting thrown a curveball, and the curveball in the this... In this kind of predicament, in this kind of example, is that the pitcher in this example is life. The pitcher is life. You are the batter. You have your life in your hands of the bat. And you're fixing to take a chance on something or you're fixing to come across a next chapter part of your life. That pitcher slash life throws you that curveball. Throws you that event. Throws you that good, bad, whatever event it is. And say that you miss that pitch. Say you miss it. You strike out on that pitch. That's how you know that something's not going to happen in a good way. That's how you're going to find out that after that, you need to learn saying, I got to look at it from a different perspective. I'm getting better as a person. I'm learning from those life events. Go back to the pitching. I'm, I learned from that pitch that I need to sit back more on it. In, in life, I need to think about more of it, and I need to think of as a chapter, think of it as a stage of life that you're going through to where you don't think so bad on the world. You don't think so bad on what the moment becomes. Like, just make sure you hit on the head because if you sit back on it, you sit back on your back foot, and you wait for that perfect timing of the ball coming in, waiting for that perfect opportunity event coming into your coming into your zone coming into your box to where you are fixing to either miss it or hit it if you hit it that means you have completed that challenge you have made that hit to where you have faced that challenge and you have succeeded through that and you are stable-minded and you are going straight you're going forward in life if you miss that pitch you miss that ball and you strike out on that pitch you're going to be upset about it because you just striked out. And that event is the ball. You strike out on that event. You, you Something happened in that event that is hurting you to where it bothers you. You need to come back in life. Come back up to that batter's box. Come back up stronger than ever, better than ever, and say to myself, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to let that one pitch, that one event, Dictate how I look at life. Dictate how I do things in my world. And no matter what, guys, you need to keep moving forward no matter what has happened. I have lost a friend. I have lost a grandmother. There's a lot of stuff that has happened to me that might not be a lot to others because maybe others have, done, have went through more than what I have done. And those are the people that needs somebody by their side. Once again, guys, you need that one person to talk to and you always need somebody to be by your side no matter what. No matter if it is a friend, a loved one, no matter who it is that is willing to be there for you through thick and thin, small or great, no matter what. 
And I, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you listening to this because this this podcast is meant to help others that are struggling in life, struggling in anything that's going on. Because I feel like in this world, there's not enough people that are caring. This world has changed in so many ways to where it doesn't even look like the same place as it was maybe a hundred years ago. You guys got to think back into the 50s and 40s and stuff, 1940s, 1950s. Back then, you were able to walk around town, hop in a car with some random person... And still make it to your next destination. And now, now you get told don't do that. Because people have changed. People's minds have evolved into a bad way. And there's bad people. There's I would say there's more bad people in this world now than there was back then. Because people back then in the past were more pure and more of a caring person more than just a person that is going to take advantage of that take advantage of you i'm meaning and i could be completely wrong it's just for what i from what i have heard from my grand my grandpas my grandmas my family that are older that's what they have told me i have seen videos that's how that's how it was back then they've done things so much different back then to what they're doing now where it's crazy this life that we live in the world that we live in we've in the last 10 years there's been different types of diseases different types of viruses and stuff to where it was like crazy like now we're shutting stuff down opening stuff back up Uh, people are getting sick and stuff okay this is another perfect example this coronavirus right this whole COVID-19 thing people that I know like, friends-wise, people I went to school with, they have lost family members due to this COVID-19. And they were upset about it. They were down about it. They cried, mourned, did it everything that a person should do. And they would talk about it. Because those people know that there's, they have somebody they, they can talk to about anything that's going on to where they feel like they can express their feelings and they come talk to, like, not trying to boast about it or be arrogant about it, but they come talk to me about it, and I, I'm i there for them. Because, guys, no matter what happens in life, you always have to keep moving forward no matter what is happening. And a lot of people fail. And it, it fails kind of a harsh word, but people... I'll say people struggle bad. People struggle more than other people do. And so they turn to different things to ease their mind of it. And that is either drinking more alcohol than usual, trying new things in hardcore drugs, um, marijuana, like stuff like that. Because guys, at, the, at, the, at that moment, you take that... You take that supplement. We'll just call it a supplement. You take that. You feel good. You feel relaxed for that first five, ten minutes. Or however long it takes. But then once it wears off, your your pain and suffering never went away. You just clouded it with a bunch of junk. You never solved that problem. You never got rid of what is actually bothering you. To now it's even hitting you harder than it did before. And so then people... 
tend to start say they like to start on uh, on a light on a light drug of marijuana and then once they get off that high and their problems are still there they're like i need something that's harder because they think taking that is going to solve their life lessons solve their life in general to where there's no problems guys once again life is a curveball and what you're doing to yourself is a freaking change-up. It's a freaking knuckleball. Because you got to think, drugs hurt your body over time. Go back to the baseball thing. If you keep striking out, your batting average goes down. In that instance, your body is the average. Your body is the batting average. And what you're doing to yourself in striking out and doing bad things is hurting your average. Where you can go from batting a three three eighty, which is pretty good, pretty solid, to going down to a average of a fifty, and by that time you're cut from the league, you're cut from life because you've hurt your body so much, to where you're no longer on the earth, to where you're no longer. If you're still on this earth, you're so burnt to the head to where you don't, to you can't even think. You're basically, at that point, you're starting over in life, going back from learning your name and ABCs and stuff. But there's a thing is that you won't, you won't ever get back to where you were before because you did so much stuff. You hurt your batting average. You hurt your body so much to where you won't even get back up to where you were before. Because you've hurt yourself. You hurt your mind. You hurt your body. So, guys, an alternative to doing all of that, changing that, doing better for yourself is learn from it, learn from that event that happened, and express your feelings about it. Don't go to something, don't go to something that can't talk. What I mean by that is don't go to alcohol, don't go to drugs. Don't do something that's going to hurt your body long-term-wise and be like, okay, I'm young, it's not going to hurt me now. You're right, but say, let's say this. Say you're a young kid in high school, you're young. Like, I'm talking 15, 14, you're a freshman, right? And then once again, this is going back to the life lessons of what God was giving us. Say you're a freshman, all right? You don't vape or nothing. You don't do none of that stuff. You're a good kid. You meet a, a, a junior or a senior that doesn't care about life, that doesn't have, any, doesn't have any drive to do something different. You meet that senior, you meet that junior that's doing bad things, drinking alcohol, Doing vapes, doing weed, doing all that type of stuff. And he's influencing. He's trying to saying, hey, man, just try it out. He tries to hang, he tries to get you to come out to parties. He tries to get you to come out and hang out with him and stuff. And say, like, you guys, go out. You're like, okay, I'm a young guy. If I can be friends with a senior, I'll become more popular in school. Yeah, you're right, but it depends on what name you'll get from that. When you're with that, it depends on what profile you have when you get older from people around you like faculty teachers principals adults more other students you go out with that senior you do all that stuff and you're like man this feels really good this is man this is awesome i'm doing more often you're hurting your body in the meantime you don't realize it because you're young but god gives you he gives you he gives you that i guess you i guess you can say it's a challenge i guess he gives you that challenge just think of, I'm going to give this young guy a challenge. Will he be suckered into doing that stuff? 
Or will he be a strong-headed person and say, no, that ain't for me. I have different stuff to do in life than what this is. And so at that point, he's going to give you that challenge. You suck into that challenge, he's going to give you another challenge. The other challenge, and at that point, instead of you trying beer and alcohol and all that bad stuff, that stuff, I just call that level one. That's just level one stuff. Alcohol and weed, that's just level one. Level two is getting, like, the harder drugs. I'm not even saying names because I don't even want to put that in people's minds about that kind of stuff. But you, if you know, you know what I'm talking about. Level two stuff. The white stuff, I guess you can, I guess you want to call it. That level two stuff. At that point, if someone offers you that level two stuff, that's another challenge, challenge from God. Is this young buck that has already failed my first challenge? Is he going to be suckered into the second challenge that I'm giving him? Or will he say, no, I need, I need, I don't need to do this no more. I don't need to do the level one stuff. I don't need beer and alcohol and all that. I don't need that stuff. Are you going to, are you going to stick to your guns and say, no, I need to, I need to, I need to get better. and become a better person and get back to where I was before with great morals and great responsibility. Or, or you can go back to, I like alcohol. I like weed. I'm going to go level two stuff. That's a challenge. You guys, in life, challenges are everywhere in life. Challenges are everywhere across this world, across everything. And also, too, like, it depends on what you do in life. God is going to consistently give you challenges in life to see if you will turn out to do the better, to do the, the best there is. If you keep going down that dark path, you keep upgrading, you keep suiting up, you keep, you, you just keep evolving into the worst things. You're going to see those people that are missing teeth at the age of 25 and they look like they're 50. Because you said to yourself, I want that stuff. I want that. I like that. I like to have a good time. It's okay. I'll, I'll try this out. Hey, give me another one. No, you do not need that. You don't need that kind of stuff. Why? You're young. You have your whole life to do other things that are not that bad. Guys, there's kids that I've grown up with my in my life. And if these people listen to it, that then they like they think I'm talking about them, then you might be right. I might be talking about the I might be talking about you. I don't know. Depends on how you look at yourself. If you think I'm talking about you, then why would you do that? Do this stuff I'm about to say. There's people that I know that have experimented physically at a very young age of middle school. Why? Nowadays, that's kind of like the new norm for like young kids that are in middle school. Like, experiment with each other. Boys and girls, vice versa, whatever you want to do. That's like the new normal now. I hear about this stuff all the time, and I don't understand it. I do not understand it. And in the school I went to, that stuff was happening, but I wasn't like that because I knew that that's not for me. That's not for me. Why do that? I don't need that kind of stuff. I don't need that. I get older. We get older. We go to high school, right? 
they start getting into the alcohol trait. They start getting into the weed trait, stuff like that. They start getting into that kind of stuff to where it puts a it puts a um, a picture on them, a, a painted picture on them, and that's the title that they have for that kind of stuff. And the bad thing is that adults they they can tell because you know why you know how they can tell because they were young once they were there what one time in their life they might have done that stuff at one time in their life but you know what they changed it God gave them a challenge they took the challenge and they reverse their act they counteracted with it and it became a better person out of it they got out of that kind of stuff they stopped it and like I'm not saying guys that. Like, I'll be honest with you, like, yeah, I've tried a beer before. I've tried it before, yeah. Have I tried marijuana before? Yeah, I've tried it before. You guys, there's nothing wrong with trying stuff like that. But I'm saying right now, do not, do not try the level two stuff. Do not try anything higher than that. There's no point in that. Don't do it. There's no point in that kind of stuff. Because, guys, if... Okay, this is for things. When you're a boy, and you get older, more than likely, when you get about maybe 16, maybe a little older, your dad or your parental figure is going to ask you maybe one time at dinner or something like that, hey, you want a beer? You want one? You want to try it out? You want a sip? I know we've all heard that kind of thing before. Hey, you want to try this out? I'll just try it. From your family... Your family's letting you try it. And you try it, and that's that's cool. That's okay. But whenever, whenever that stuff happens, there's two things that can happen with that. There's two different things. You could try that. You could try the alcohol. You could try it. You could take a sip. But depends on what you do after the fact. Are you going to be like, ooh, that stuff's good. Hey, I got a party next week. I need I need someone to get me a full thing of it. Or you can be like, hey, you know what? It was it was cool. It was it was it was a good taste, but it's nah, I don't need that kind of stuff. I'm young. Guys, there's a reason why there's an age restriction on alcohol. There's a reason. Because when you're not twenty one and you're younger, there is more of a tendency for young kids to go down the road of Drinking a whole lot of beer at a very young age. Oh, maybe every weekend, every other day. I don't know. Depends on how much you really want to act like you're grown and try alcohol. <laughs> and guys, no one like no one in this world is innocent. I just now told you guys that, yeah, I've tried alcohol before. Yeah, I've tried weed before. But do I think that's my life and do I try to do it every weekend and try to act like I'm... I'm older than what I am? No. Because I don't need that. I've God gave me a challenge and, and said, if you succeed this challenge, you won't need this stuff. If you, do, if you do go through with this challenge and you fail, you'll want to drink and do all this kind of stuff. You know what? I went to, I went to my friend's house or an a acquaintance's house from school. Um, they said, hey, Cole, we'll have a couple beers, man. You'll be all right. You can drive home. You live like two minutes away. I said, no, man, I can't do that. I can't. I'm not doing that. 
that was a challenge. That was a challenge. They said they were trying to get me to do that kind of stuff and drive home, to do that kind of to drive, to do that kind of stuff and then drive home. I said no, I'm not doing that. That's not safe. That's breaking the law in so many ways. I don't need that. And I told them, I said, if I keep, if you guys keep coming at me with that kind of stuff, I'm leaving. Because I don't need this. I don't need it. I don't need y'all come at me with that kind of stuff. You guys need to be a stronger person and say no. Even if you think it might make you look cooler, might make you feel like you're a um a popular kid in school yeah when you have, if you have douchebags around you if you got those kids that judge you instantly judge you on anything you do then yeah you're gonna feel that kind of tension because they're like oh he doesn't do that kind of stuff uh, uh, uh. forget that screw that you don't need those people in your life you need positive people around you you need those people that are going to be there for you through thick and thin you need that batting coach that batting coach is your friend that is willing to help you through thick and thin because once again life is the pitcher the event that is going to happen that challenge that's about to happen is that ball that pitcher is going to throw you that curveball you are the batter you have your life in your hands your batting coach is your friend and if you have a really good batting coach, if you have a really good friend and you strike and you mess up in an event and you you do something bad, you have that batting coach that says, hey, that's not cool. That's not right. Don't do that. And if you are willing to learn from your mistakes, if you're willing to think about what you have done wrong and change it, and become a better person, grow as a person, and do better in that next attempt of life, you'll be a better person. You'll be more successful than what you were the day before or the time before. However life is thrown at you, no matter how many curveballs you get thrown, if you strike out on all of them, if you lose that loved one, if you go down a dark path for a little bit, you can always come back from that event. You can always come back. Guys, because if you have that batting coach, your friend, that person's there for you through thick and thin to help you get through that. If you don't have a batting coach, that's when it's on you to help yourself. Because, guys, not everybody's got a batting coach. I just now realized today that I have a batting coach. I realized today that I have somebody in my corner that I never realized was in my corner until today. And that's the reason why, thinking about it now, is that that's the reason I wanted wanted to do this podcast because people get suckered into life decisions, life-changing stuff that can be bad for them. And they go down it because they feel like they have nothing else. That is not true. That is not true at all. You are here on this earth for a reason, and you need to keep moving forward and never backwards. You ever hear this expression, it feels like I'm taking one step forward, two steps back. You're never making that progress. That's when you need to, next time, set back on that curveball. Set back on that life lesson. 
And there's even like little hints in life that that's going to warn you of that life lesson. What I mean by that is that say you're talking to somebody, and this can be days before that life lesson is going to happen. This can be before that curveball starting at you. You can be conversating. You can see something or whatever. And if you really think about what, what just happened at that moment with somebody else, you can you can kind of pick up on what might happen. I don't know if it's just me, but this happens to me a lot. I can I can go do something at work. I can go to work. I can do go have fun with a person. Go do something and something can happen in that night to where it gives me a hint, gives me a sign that something later on down the road is going to hit me. That a curveball is going to be thrown at me. And by that time, take a mental rep of it. By the time that curveball happens, you've already you've already acknowledged it, you've already studied that curveball. You've already got the the gist of it, and you've adjusted to it, you've set back on that ball, and you've hit a home run to where you knock it out of park. To where it makes you a better person instantly because you said to yourself, you know what, I think this is I think this might be coming. Cause why would God give me this hint if it's not coming? Why would he get me prepared for this moment if it's not gonna come? Guys, there's always a life lesson in every in every day, in everything you do, there is a life lesson to it. It's up to you to acknowledge it. It's up to you to process it and to really think about that decision or think about what just happened. There's life lessons everywhere, people. Keep a wide open mind. Keep keep your eyes open for it. Be stronger headed. Don't go down a dark path. Don't do that. There's no point in that. Guys, there's people all in this world that need somebody to talk to. There's always somebody. There's there's somebody in this world right now, as I am talking, that is struggling with a problem. Struggling with something that maybe no one else knows about. But hey, if you text a random... If you text somebody you haven't heard from forever, you text them saying... Like, I'll, for, I'll just say... I'll give you an example... Let's say this person's name is Zach. This is just an example. If I was to say, if I was to text my guy Zach, say, "Hey Zach, hope you're doing good, man. I've heard from you in a while. I hope everything is well for you. If you ever need anything, just text me. If anything's on your mind, just holler. I'm a phone click away from you talking to me on the phone. And if that person, if Zach, texts back says thanks." Or whatever, you did your part. You made you made it noticeable to where he knows, he or she knows that you're there for them. Even if they might not ever call you, even if they might not ever, ever in a million years even think about texting you, you did your part. Now it's up to Zach to do it if he wants to do it. Because, guys, this whole podcast I've talked about, be there for somebody, be there for that person, and be ready for that life-changing situation. But, guys, you got to think about this, too. There's It takes two to tango. It takes two things to happen. It takes two things to happen. So, if you were to text somebody, 
Step number one. You're number one. That person you about to text is number two. You're number one. You text that person a good message, a thoughtful message, an important message to that person. Even if you don't even know there's something wrong going, there's something going wrong with that person, they might be thinking about it. But at that moment, you might be like, "Hey, I need to text this person real quick. See how they're doing." And you never know. If you text that person, they might text you back and tell you, and they might spill the beans. They might tell you something that's bothering them. At that point, you became closer to that person. You became a, you became a bond with that person. You got a connection with that person. But it takes two tango. Back to that point, you're, you're tango one. He's tango two. If tango one sends that message, but tango two really, really doesn't understand it, doesn't really comprehend it, doesn't really take advantage of that opportunity, that's on tango two. Tango one did its part. Now, if tango one sends that message and tango two respects that, acknowledges it, comprehends it, then at that moment, you might have a conversation, a deep conversation, something that maybe no one else knows about. Maybe it's just you and that person's conversation. All together in this whole podcast, these are the things that are important to me in this podcast, in this episode alone. Find your life coach, your friend. Find that somebody in your corner. That's number one. Number two... No matter what life lesson, no matter what curveball is thrown your way, sit back on it, get ready for it, head a park. And if you don't, learn from it. If, if it is something that is a mistake on your part, learn from that mistake. Understand that mistake. Understand that you can do better next time. And do it. Don't talk about it actually do it number three if somebody if you don't have if you yourself that is listening to this podcast if you yourself does not have a life coach i literally i want you i want you whoever you are i want you to text me i want you to slide in my dms i guess you can say (laughs) You can, I am down for you to, I am down for you to text me. I am down a hundred percent, a thousand percent, a million percent. I am down to listen to what is wrong and what is happening with you. And I will be there for you. I will be your life coach. I will be, not your life coach, I mean, I mean your batting coach. I will be there for you. Even if I don't even know you. If I don't know you at all. And you text me, guess what? You're doing you're doing it you're doing two favors out of it. You're doing two things that is great. For one, you're texting me and you're text you tell me about what is going on. That makes me feel better about myself knowing that what I am saying on this podcast is helping you, helping others that are listening to this, helping them the what's going on. That makes me feel better. And for you, for you, it gives you somebody to talk to. It gives you a batting coach. Guys, no matter what you do, you need to find, you need to find it. You need to find that somebody. And, <sighs> guys, if you did, if you have lost a loved one, if you have lost a friend, 
if you have lost something that you treasured for a long time, if you treasured that somebody, that someone, that whoever, that thing, object, whatever you want to call it, if you have treasured it and for some reason it's gone, it's passed away, and you're upset and you're depressed and you're angry at the situation, don't be angry. Be depressed and be sad. That's normal. That's natural. That's a human thing. Be angry at it. That's something that does not need to happen. Because you're doing your holy anger inside of you to where you start doing things. You start shutting down. You start being bitter in the world. Don't be bitter of what happened. Look at it. Look at it as a life lesson from God. From the man above, look at as look at it as a lesson in life. And if you lost a loved one like I have, you look at it, you think about the situation, and you will literally say, "You know what? God taught me something today. Taught me that life is not fair. Life is not forever." And I need to be there for my loved ones. You need to be the stronger person at that moment. Because for me, my grandma passed away. My grandma passed away. My mom's mom. It bothered me and stuff. And I was upset by it. That happened because she was there for me a lot. My mom was really upset because that's her mom. That is, that's my mom's mom that passed away. That was my mom's like half of her heart. <laughs> she passed that she, that lady passed away. So my mom was always upset. She was always thinking about it and stuff. And I had to be there. I had to act like that it didn't bother me. I had to be there for my mom and talk to her at times when she needed when she wanted to talk to me. And sometimes even if you try to be the even if you try to be a brave person about it, you will still be down at times. You still will. That's a normal thing. It's a human thing. Don't be afraid to show your emotions. Be at the same time, be the brave one. Because guys, like, your loved ones aren't there forever. You have one loved one. What I mean by that is you have you have that you have one person that is called your grandma. You have one person in this whole world that you call your biological mom. You have one of everything, really. For me, I have one brother. I have one autistic brother that I love and adore. I have one of those. I have one Cooper. His name is Cooper. I have one Cooper. I have a sister that's fourteen. She goes, she does cheer. She's pretty dang good at it. Her name's Addison. I have one Addison in my life. I actually have two Addisons, but it's one Addison to me. It's my one sister that's Addison. You, if you catch my drift, you'll know what I'm meaning. I have... I have one mom. My one biological mom. I don't have another mom. My name's Chrissy. That's my one mom. Guys, what you are dealt with, you have one... You have one special person that's in your life. No one else has that same person in their life like that. 
you think me and me and a friend have the same kind of mom? No. My mom is different. My mom is one of a kind. Your mom's one of a kind. Your dad's one of a kind. My dad's one of a kind. You guys have one of a kind people in your life. You need to love and respect and you need to be there for those people that you love and adore. No matter how much time you have, might have left, you don't know how much time you have. When you were born, you have a clock. Well, no one knows that clock. And you think of it, this is a scary moment. Think of it as like this right here. When you're born, you come out of the womb of your mom. Or not even in the womb, because cause babies die. Maybe Some babies die before coming out. As soon as you are created in your mom's stomach, your clock starts. No one knows how much time you have. Except for God. Cherish the moments with those people you have. Because you don't know how much time they have left. You know how much time you have left. It could be seconds, days, minutes, hours, weeks, months, years, decades, centuries. You don't know how much time you have left. But also too, guys, if you really care for somebody... Make an effort to text him. Make it te- make text him. If someone like, cause I know I'm not the only person that does this. I can literally be anywhere anywhere in the world, and for some reason I have somebody that pops up into my hand. That's random, random as crap. It's probably a person I haven't talked to in forever, but for some reason they pop into my head. At that moment, if they if someone that someone you haven't talked to forever pops into your head. That might be a sign from God saying, hey, text this person real quick. Check on them. Because, guys, there's trillions of people in the world. You can't save everybody. You gotta keep everybody afloat. You gotta keep everyone moving forward and not backwards. Change the narrative of two steps back, one step forward. No, change that narrative. Change a narrative where you're moving three steps forward, zero steps back. Change a narrative. Change what is happening around you. Be a strong, level-headed person in the world. And the challenges that God gives you, that life gives you, there's challenges. Accept the challenges. Be like, okay, I'll do this challenge. But win the challenge. Don't fail the challenge. Why would you want to fail? Win the challenge. Make your batting average higher. Because if you win that challenge, you start getting recognized more by other people. Adults, family members, friends, whatever. If you if you win the challenges, you start getting respect from people. If a if an adult knows me, they know me as a respectful kid that's nice and caring and stuff like that. That's because of the person I am, because of the challenges I was given, and I have accepted, I have won, and my record, my winning record, it's probably a crazy number, okay? I'm like Mike Tyson without the bite, without the ear biting, okay? <laughs> but guys, be a positive influence in around you. Be strong-headed. Be there for others no matter what. Win the challenges. Win every day. Don't ever lose. Find your find your batting coach. Find that friend that's going to be there for you through thick and thin. 
And once you do, man, life's going to be great. When it challenges, don't be bad. Be good. Make this world a better place than what it is now. But guys, I think that's all I got for today. I appreciate you guys a lot. If you guys are consistently w- w- listening to this kind of stuff, I appreciate it big time. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Um, I'm going to start doing something different. Um, I'm going to try to post more often on here. I'm going to try to create more of different seasons. Because you can, you can do multiple seasons on this. And what I'm going to do is that I'm going to do probably a five episodes a season and the season is going to be like one season might be motivation towards life season two might be um relationships season three might be something different you never know i might i might move a season up to move a season back i don't know depends on how how life is giving me and how i accept the challenges and how i succeed them But just let y'all know is that I appreciate you guys listening to my stuff. I appreciate it a lot. But further, what I, I've always said this in every episode. I've said this in every one. If you are listening to this and you have made it this far and listening to this episode, and you have and you need to talk about something, or if you just want to chat, or if you just want to follow to see what I look like, <laughs> my picture's on the front cover of this podcast. But if you really want to know what I look like and you want to get to know me more... Text me, DM me. My Snapchat is legit underscore Coble, L-E-G-I-T underscore C-O-B-L-E. Instagram, Coble Casa, C-O-B-L-E-C-A-S-A. Twitter, once again, Coble Casa, C-O-B-L-E-C-A-S-A. DM me, guys. I'm always down to listen to you guys no matter what. I'm always here for you guys. Because you guys are here for me listening to my channel. And I'm always here to listen to what you guys have to say. I hope you guys have a great night. And I hope you guys... If you listen to this in a different state and it's daytime, hope you have a good day. Um, if you listen to this right now, be great in the world. Become a better person. Make this world great again. Succeed in life. Sit back on that curveball. Hit that curveball. Hit a home run. Be great. Have a winning record. Make your batting average higher. Make your body healthy. Mind healthy. You guys have a great day. All right, guys. Good night.